He's literally thinking of his answer while he talks. There's no part of me that believes that this was prepared. Welcome to season six, where we're phoning it in. You don't think critically and then put a Pop-Tart into your body. I am highly caffeinated and minorly concussed. Aruga, aruga. What came first, the love sack or the gravity gun? It's my turn to do a sin with Sonic. This is for the freaks. <laughs> Too much piss. That's the kind of bad decisions we like to hear about. Love me a sleepy ass bat. How much shrimp can you fit in your mortal body? You told me you guys would be cool. That's season six intro material right there. Hello and welcome to season six of Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how with James Gunn's hard work and a little bit of luck, we may still manage to avoid a few tragic DC movie releases this year. <laughs> hey, do we know if any of the DC movies are coming out? Is that a thing that we know? <laughs> this has to be the most expensive roundabout way anyone has like, justified canceling a problematic movie. Like, Was this all done just to get out of... Showing the Ezra Miller flash. <laughs> That's an incredible conspiracy theory for us to spread around. I mean, that is, like not that, that is really not good. that we're anybody, but we could just start saying that that's why they hired well, James. Gunn. You just have to tweet Eric Voss a bunch of times, and then we'll get started. <laughs> you know, this is significant because my trainer today came up to me and he was like, "Hey, what's going on with DC?" <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's like, the kicker: know, man. talking about Ezra Miller, who sucks. They they redid so they did some extra shoots and they added in Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill two scenes in Ezra Miller's Flash mm -hmm. and they've cut those scenes out of the final edit of the movie apparently so like cool. I don't know how James Gunn doesn't pay out some crazy lawsuit because oh James Gunn won't pay a dime Warner Brothers well, yeah won't. yeah Warner Brothers mm -hmm. because yeah. uh, Ben Affleck was set to be a director for mm -hmm. a Batman movie and that's not happening. Is the Flash movie still coming out? I think it's going to happen. And had you asked me at any point in time, months prior, I would have said absolutely not. But they did reshoots with Ezra Miller. I think with the James Gunn announcement, it, and it, it's done. I think we're saved from yeah. the Ezra Miller Flash movie. I read that is it, it's as dead as Black Adam. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, even then, the Rock statement was that, like, quote, Black Adam isn't in the initial plans for the DC universe. Like you can tell that they're like, "Hey, hey, Dwayne, like we're not, but we're not going to use you." And he's like, "Oh, you're not going to use me yet. I yeah, get don't, it. Don't call yeah, us. I we'll get call it. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big yeah. time, Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber to be like. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about DC anymore. Uh, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> hey, Happy New Year, my guys. It's hey. a new year here at Debate This hey. Headquarters. It's still here. It's full of promise and limitless opportunities, as new years are. A new year, you know, <laughs> it often means a renewed outlook on life, and, and there's this chance to reinvent ourselves. A rebranding, if you will. Listeners, you can't see it, but I watched Todd physically stop himself from saying new year, new me, at least twice during that uh, run-up. <laughs> you stopped me too early, Kyle. There's a, there's a good chance I would have said it before we're done. Well, hey, it's well known that we here at Debate This are the most sought-after group for branding, advertising, and PR purposes, which often that's one singular profession. One person does all three of those things <laughs> for any company. Sandwich. A lot of people don't know that, but it's important that you know that, the listeners. Friends, 
I'm here to tell you that this year, 2023, we have a brand new client coming to us to help with their personal brand. And that client is the United States of America. So I, I need you to know that is right. What? Yes. Questions, Matt? Oh, well, I mean, keep going. I okay. have my questions for the end. You may answer them. I don't know. Well, in case you're, you're going to ask, that is right. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. did call me directly to ask for help in rebranding the United States of America. And here's the thing. Specifically, he said that, that we need to choose a new color to help give the U.S. that bold, exciting facelift it's yearned for for so long. It's a weird request. I Red, get white, that. and blue is co-opted by the fascists. <laughs> right. That That's real fashy, and we're not doing that anymore. Okay, wait. That's real fashy. I hate that. Okay. It's that so, so raven, but bad. Worse. Todd, that's the Breitbart version of that's so raven. Todd, I want to believe you. <laughs> Yeah. I want to Good. believe that Joseph R. Biden, whose middle name I didn't know until today, Romulus called Biden. you and <laughs> said <laughs> that we needed to rebrand America. And mm -hmm. I was hoping that you could convince me that you were telling the truth, perhaps by like reenacting that phone call. Can you tell me what oh, it sounded please. like when Joseph Biden told you that Joseph we needed to rebrand America, Biden please? Called you up. <laughs> yeah. Joe, would you say Romulus the first time, Andrew? Yeah. Joseph, 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 Joseph Reins Priebus Biden. Reins, uh, Joseph Reese's Pieces Biden, yes. Joseph uh, Romulus Biden is actually his evil twin from the future. <laughs> yeah, so he, he did call, and, and you know I picked up the phone. I said, hello, Todd's phone, as I do. And uh, on the other side of the line, they said, hold for the president. And then they played the presidential march in the background, sure. which is a strange thing to Tiny just have <laughs> happen. Yeah. And, and I said, all right, which at that point I was speaking to the background music. And he said, hey, pal, it's me, Joseph <laughs> Robinet Biden Jr. Calling to, calling to say it's time to cut the malarkey and it's time <laughs> to rebrand America. And I said, oh, Thank you, Mr. President. Hey, do you have time to talk about anything other than that thing you just told me about? I've got a lot of thoughts about how you can make things better. He said, nope, just that, pal. Get to cracking. And then he <laughs> hung up. <laughs> so that was what it honestly, was. Honestly, honestly, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I just realized I've never done a Joe Biden impression. Hey, that's not the point. I need to move on with this. Any other questions, Matt? Can I keep going? No, you're we digress. Great. Thanks. Yeah. I've been convinced. Cool. So in this call that I didn't tell you all the details about, because that's the next paragraph of the opener, since we only tend to dabble in, in comics and video games here at DT exclamation point HQ, it turns out that Joey B purposely sought us out, us, a top comedy podcast in Columbus, Ohio, mm -hmm. because it turns out that his personal favorite entertainment system was the Nintendo 64 which is fun, and I didn't know that's fun that's piece of something trivia. I have in common Joe with Biden Joe Biden. historically really, really loved Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, Diddy yeah. Kong Racing and Mario Party, the, the original Mario Party. It reminds him of his 70s. It reminds him of his 70s. Wait, him and his younger that. days. Give me more. Of his his 70s. Sure you're him and Barack played Mar uh, Diddy Kong Racing all the time. Yeah, mm -hmm. I fully believe that's true. <laughs> Not only was the N64 his favorite entertainment system, he said that he specifically wants the US of A brand to be focused around the best color of N64 controller. <laughs> Honestly, a weird coincidence, an, an even more weird request, I know. But you know, when, when POTUS asks for the best N64 controller color, as decided by sound science and research that we do here, 
you know, and he wants it to be used as a cornerstone color to be used from sea to shining sea. It's our patriotic duty to cut the malarkey and answer that very specific niche call. Wow. Heaven help whoever this is the first episode of this podcast for. Yeah. I read this four hours ago. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> There's nothing to be done. Wait, listen, when, when, when Joseph Biden calls you, you say, yes, yes, sir, Joseph Biden. <laughs> Romulus Biden. Anyway, joining me today in this conference room wearing suits with a very specific type of patriotic flair are Kyle Blastcore Harper, Andrew Jetforce Gemini Henderson, and Matt Mystical Ninja starring Gomon Cole. Yeah, these are all good good games. Solid. Yeah. A- They're just A+. really good in 64 games. Yeah. It's nice that we started the year with nicknames we all understood. It sets a good level for us to slide down. It's foundational. Yes. Yeah. Red, white, and blue, more like red, white, and who? Our country has a branding problem that obviously can only be solved by rooting its identity in the best color of N64 controller. So tell me, what color N64 controller should be the new cornerstone color for the United States? Kyle, we'll go ahead and start with you. All right, Todd. Let me ask you this question first. What has been the Democratic Party's like single driving force since the 2008 election. That's right. It's trying to recapture the prosperity and hopefulness of the 90s. You didn't want me to answer that? You didn't actually (laughs) want an answer? The R in Joseph R. Biden stands for rhetorical. Wait, Kyler, are you going to tell me that the the best color of N64 controller is doing just enough things so that I keep voting for him? Is that a color? Please don't use my answer. (laughs) Or my answer. Sorry, Kyle, continue. So with that in mind, I want you to think back to what the mid-90s looked like. Everyone was wearing flannels. Young people were embracing trends that served as a rejection of the sterile and manufactured and problematic trends of the previous generation. He says whilst wearing flannel. Yeah, I was going to say, Kyle, you're wearing a flannel. I can see you on the call. All under the focus of sustainability and awareness of the world and communities around us. Now, I don't know what you guys see, but my market research... My For You page on TikTok tells me that that's all coming back. Midwest emo is basically just grunge. The studio blockbuster is starting to face pushback in favor of more diverse and accessible market of smaller projects and homages to classics. And what is the crypto crash if not an echo of what happened in the dot-com era? So I'm here to tell you all why we need to embrace this cycling of trends and get out in front of it on our own by bringing back the only thing missing from this return to the 90s, Atomic Purple Nintendo products. That was quite the landing, Kyle. Yeah. Any landing you can walk away from, Todd. Out of everything, the last four words is where you actually (laughs) answered my question, and that's my favorite thing you did. Most famously featured on the N64, Nintendo also released (laughs) a Game Boy Color and a Game Boy Advance in Atomic Purple because of its wide popularity and because it looks sick as hell. Might I also suggest, though, that this touches on the returning cultural elements from the era as well. In the 90s, as well as today, we were culturally interested in how things worked. We were pulling back the curtain on on government, on systems. Uh, how It's Made was a very popular show at the time. The, li- the, the list goes on and on. The atomic purple shell reflects that. Yes, you had an N64 with the same plastic molded shell that everyone else got, but an Atomic Purple owner knew there was more going on inside that. You got to look in and see what your favorite console really was, just some chips and wires. 
You got the experience Nintendo wanted you to have, but you saw through the corporate BS. <laughs> Gentlemen, I propose that if the 90s were back, but better, then so is this mentality. And so should Atomic Purple. I want to say something at risk of saying something that can be a joke for all three of your answers, potentially. Atomic Purple is my favorite flavor of Gatorade. <laughs> that is every... Okay, I looked at the list of N64 controllers. Are they all Gatorade flavors? Do you know how yeah. closely yeah. they run with the Gatorade flavors? Ice Blue there's is ice one of blue, the colors. There's Fire Orange. There's Frost, I think, is that yeah. tracks because Gatorade hasn't updated its flavor name since about the mid-90s. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, listen, Kyle, I have a lot of issues with your choice. I'm going to save the telling of those issues for my answer, but I need to state right here and now, Atomic Purple is a fucking sick color. It's just a bad answer to this question. Atomic Purple is the Tetris straight piece of N64. Yes, it is absolutely the chump answer. Yeah, no. this is chump the chump answer. answer. Disagree. It no. hard disagree. I, I was trying to remember. So like, I had an Atomic Purple controller, and I was trying to remember. Like I remember I had like my green controller I got for my birthday. The other ones I got, you know, it's the pack-ins. Like I do not remember where I got that atomic purple controller. I have no idea. I cannot remember. A lot of people have one. It. They just materialized. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty like somebody left it at my house and it just it just it just It was like up. Frampton comes alive in the seventies. If you grew up in the <laughs> suburbs, you had that album. If you grew up in the suburbs in the nineties, you had an atomic purple Nintendo device of some kind. That's why it's the right answer. Wow. It's because it was Incredible. a pack-in with the N64. That's why everybody had one. Was it a pack-in? Not in like the original like N64 later release, but it, yeah, yeah, it was a later pack-in. I found the golden <laughs> N64 from GoldenEye, which made me at least see there's one that is not a Gatorade flavor. You don't know. There could be gold Gatorade. Can I, I don't can know. I do my thing? You've now? never had the Gatorade flavor okay. golden shower, um, Todd. Kyle, Kyle, <laughs> gross. Kyle, thank you for the nostalgia that you brought to us so far, Andrew. Um, why don't you go ahead and pitch what color you think we need to use to rebrand America? So, much like Joe Biden's presidency compared to his vice presidency, my answer is different, but pretty much the same thing. <laughs> So, in late 1998, Nintendo released a limited edition Game Boy Pocket exclusively through Toys R Us that was only available in the U.S., and it was called the Extreme Green series. Extreme Green. <laughs> Boy. It was the only other transparent Game Boy Pocket, and when I say transparent, much like Kyle's Atomic Purple, it's the, like... You know, the plastic case that's kind of clear but still kind of foggy, and you can see some, like, bits, bits and bobs inside. The Extreme Green Game Boy Pocket was only one of two of these, like, transparent ones. And then they blew out the transparent thing with Game Boy Colors and Game Boy Advance. The first one to do it, there was, like, a clear one that came out in mid-90s. Mid Doesn't matter. Most importantly, this Extreme Green Game Boy Pocket was the first Game Boy your boy ever owned and allowed me to finally begin my very first Pokemon journey. So I have a lot of affinity to it. That same year... Toys R Us released an N64 controller under that same Extreme Green Limited Edition series, which followed the transparent color scheme that you see in, like Matt mentioned, the ice, the Gatorade Frost flavor and the Fire <laughs> Engine Orange flavor. Now, just like its Game Boy counterpart, the Extreme Green controller was also only available in the U.S. and for a short amount of time in late 1998. So, ergo... Due to the nature of its limited release and overall radness, which is a scientific definition, mm -hmm. 
the Extreme Green N64 controller is the most valuable N64 controller that was available for like normal retail price. That is true. You can go on to any collector site. Extreme Green is the most expensive, higher than the gold. Most expensive non-promotional, non-labeled like one. Okay. Okay, fine. Check my that's math. That's a lot of, lot of writers on that one. Well, I'm, I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's a, an MLB-ass stat right <laughs> I mean, there. there are like 13 controller colors, so it is the most elusive of all of the normal controller colors. That's not a weird thing to say. Andrew, you have fallen for a common trap that the Democratic Party also falls nope, for. No, nope. That is you <laughs> are appealing to the loud 1%. As opposed to therefore the people, the 99%. The defense rests. The Extreme Green <laughs> controller is the best and obviously better transparent variant to the ubiquitous atomic purple that everyone had. And that answer is super boring. It is the Tetris long piece. I rest my case and everyone clapped. Andrew. Yes, Matt. Just to be clear, Extreme Green is the best answer because it's your favorite. That's your argument, right? I said, and it's not the one everyone had and loved. It's the one no one had. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to (laughs) To double down on that. (laughs) That is probably the most thorough (laughs) argument I've ever made on this show. So, yes. (laughs) I have been taking notes of what you've presented so far. And I do want to say, Andrew also brought in the, the measure of radness. Mm-hmm. And so I mean I don't um, know where everyone me, lands on the rad. I know I, I'm sick just as saying hell is is that's fair a, yes. on the radness scale, Todd. Mm-hmm. Come on, atomic is actually under extreme. I don't think so. Not according Mm-mm. to Quaker Steak and Lube. No, atomic <laughs> is on top. The only thing above atomic <laughs> is triple atomic. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> All right. Um. So so we've got an atomic purple. We've got extreme green. Um, Matt, what have you brought here to us today in this really nice conference room where we're all wearing suits? Friends, we've talked a lot about the halves of the 90s. Those who were blessed enough to game with an atomic purple controller in hand, or perhaps those sick enough to game in extreme green. But the reality, Todd and members of the jury council exec. Government. Well, there's three branches of government. It's, it's judicial, <laughs> legislative, and executive. Fine, whatever. Is that the 90s had plenty of have-nots. In <laughs> fact, in the desolate decade that followed Reaganomics, I would say that the development of the 1% from the 99% may have begun right there at the impetus of the N64 release. Now, When it comes to rebranding America, it may be flashy and attractive to consider my opponent's answers, but I need to ask you, Todd, does that really represent the America of today? He's literally thinking of his answer while he talks. (laughs) (laughs) There's no part of me that believes that this was prepared. I mean, Matt has a list of the colors open on his screen, and when he gets to the point where he has to say one of the names, he's going to pick one. I will add to give Matt time to think of his answer that there were parts of the 90s that were both rad and extreme, so at least they might be partially right, Matt. I have to say, for the record, this paragraph is the only thing I have written for you. So <laughs> this is the prepared part. Anyway, to disagree with you, Todd, I think not. I think the America of today is made of people who yearn for a simpler time. 
a time when home console gaming was so accessible that you didn't even have to be home to do it. A time when two parents could abandon their 10-year-old son in the electronics section of their local Walmart to stare up at an 83-degree angle, which <laughs> certainly caused permanent neck damage, <laughs> right. to mash away on a broken N64 controller playing some 10-minute demo. A time when that same boy could continue mashing on a broken N64 controller at the orthodontist office or even the daycare built into the giant eagle. And you know what, Todd? All of those controllers that I mashed upon, all of those controllers were gray. Wow. Oh. Mm. The original N64 controller came in six colors. Gray, black, red, green, yellow, and blue. If you want to come in here and say that you're going to rebrand America, that's fine. Hmm. But it best be based on a culture we can value and a culture we can all look back upon. And that culture and color is gray. Wow. We have gone full circle to green Yoshi is best Yoshi here. <laughs> I, I didn't know we were going to go with the like purist angle, like the, the originalist. You're, you're, you're an original textual reader from of the Constitution, Matt. You're, you, you go <laughs> by the literal that's a, letter. That's a letter of the law, not the spirit of the law type of, type of answer. The answer to this question is gray. That's, that's it, man. Uh, like we already established, gray can't be a chump answer because atomic purple is the chump answer. We'd have not established that yeah. atomic purple is the we chump. Did, well, no, time out. Yeah, and no. yeah. Samuel nope. Lido's favorite color controller is the gray one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Two people with wrong answers do not get to determine that atomic purple is the chump answer, Matt. I'm sorry. It's I mean it's quorum. It's yeah, it's, it not, it's absolutely quorum. It's at best half. Listen, listen, in presenting your arguments, we do need to move on. We've got many, many different ways to to evaluate what you've presented here today. And I do want to move on to the next question. Land of the free. More like <laughs> Bland of the free. Excellent. Good job. That pun's been typed out for five hours. Now, as we all know, no large-scale rebrand can be complete without a big rollout and placing it just directly into people's lives. So tell me, in what ways can we implement this bold color just directly into American society? You know, what aspects of everyday life will just be enhanced because of this brand new and bold rad extreme gray color swap <laughs> atomic see you're already extreme about gray it. i like Good. it well todd i'm glad you asked because what else is going to get the american public like on board with this rebrand then every required government document or id or thing you have to present issued by the government came to you in Atomic purple. Atomic purple. All right. Think of how awesome it would be as you go to fill out how much better doing your taxes would be as you fill out your 1099 on an atomic purple like sheet of paper instead of just boring old white. Or every time you have to present your, your driver's license, if you got out this cool atomic purple card instead of your bog standard like white print with a tiny like hollow foil on it. <laughs> your passport, atomic purple cover on your passport, Todd. We're going to make every required government document, state and federal, atomic purple. So across many motherboards. America. 
<laughs> We're going to see all the motherboards. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like the carbon copy paper, but like it's yeah. atomic purple. <laughs> it's yeah. atomic purple now. <laughs> to go on that, to get all of the people like issuing these documents, like really hyped up, we are going to do a full like bureaucratic infrastructure update as well. Every computer that a government employee works on is also going to be atomic purple, Todd. Right. That is what I am sell offering to you today. Atomic purple, the people's color. <laughs> government work, but make it atomic purple. Precisely. Kyle, I just want to congratulate wow. you on being the first person to ever say the words hype and bureaucratic restructure in the same sentence. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> Kyle's playing his own game. You guys are just here. <laughs> you are not the first person. I'm not congratulating you on being the first person to say, let's change the color and keep everything else the same. <laughs> yeah. I do take issue with you calling Atomic Purple the people's color. I do. I, take I don't care it. what you think. I know what answer you brought today, and your opinion doesn't <laughs> the matter. The correct to me. one. Yeah, you're nope. right. It's the people's color, like how Old Navy is the voice of a generation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's sure. You can you can act like that's a, a good answer, Andrew. But people shop at Old Navy. Yeah, we've all worn the, the American flag shirt in the we've 90s. We've all worn that American Navy. flag shirt. I'm not trying to help Kyle. Extreme I'm trying to defend green, myself. Sure. Extreme green, rarest color of yeah, well, Nintendo controller. One percent, Andrew. Get out of here. No, see, I would. Okay, I agree with you there, Andrew. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, Let's one pile on, Kyle. Sure. You yep. and I can level on that. Okay. However, no, when we we flip, that's fine. Keep I going. think by saying we all wore the American flag T-shirt from Old Navy in the 90s, that makes that one gray. I disagree. I don't follow your logic, but I like what you said. <laughs> Matt, what was the first gray Nintendo product? The NES. That's 80s. Game We're trying to bring back nope. the spirit of the 90s here. Atomic Purple is the people's color of the 90s. It's my turn to answer now. It's my. I want to talk about. All right, Andrew. One. How are you going to just ram jam extreme green into the lives of every every day to day American? Well, let me set up. Let me set up my answer and do eighty percent of what Kyle just did, but in a different way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is most of what extreme green is, yes. anyway. Yes. Both with its style and the nature of its limited release, Extreme Green represents the days gone by that are 1998. Now, this is where it's different. I'm doing a 1998 thing, specifically. <laughs> by the time of its release to a Toys R Us near you, James Cameron had forever redefined aquatic sexual tension the first time with his masterpiece, Titanic. Who defined aquatic sexual tension the first time, Andrew? I said this. this no, that was the his first time. time. The, yeah, I was he did it. He did it again. I was referencing the Avatar movie as the second time. Oh, okay, time. okay, okay. Did that define aquatic sexual tension? I haven't seen yeah, the Avatar movie, I don't know, but I don't know. Just, is it about water? <laughs> also, what is the sentence you just said? <laughs> anyway, in addition, the gaming world was preparing itself for a 3D block pushing revolution in The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, and Britney Spears' smash hit "Baby One More Time" was playing in every jukebox. There's something about the good old days that just seems simpler, easier. I don't like that you referenced Britney Spears' Baby One More Time as, like, simpler mm -hmm. times. Like, you could have, like, referenced yeah. a lot of different things, and that was... Sorry, am I wrong? I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> There's something deeper, though, that Extreme Green represents. Look at the design. Just look at it. The, the deeper thing is wanting to be atomic purple, but it's not. It's like atomic purple. 
But I'm more talking about the transparency because you can look at it and you say, okay, yeah, this controller is transparent, but is it really? <laughs> right? Like, sure, you might Wait. be able to see... <laughs> You might be able to see like some bits and bobs, parts of the motherboard through through the plastic casing, but it's not like you can actually look at or could like pick apart the guts of the controller. And you surely wouldn't be able to just like easily open up the case of the controller and pull out all the components and, you know, piece it back together as a working thing. It's just a different coat of paint made to fool the user into thinking it's transparent when it is really not. And that, my friends, is the core of this bold new branding direction that I think the entire Biden team can appreciate, which is, of course, delaying the real problems while reassuring people that everything is okay over Twitter. Perfect. Good. Perfect. Yep. You brought me back. Well done. <laughs> Look. I'm in. Solving the big problems like our healthcare system or climate change is hard. <laughs> It's going to take decades, if not longer, of incremental nuanced improvements and constant fighting, which will make a lot of people feel like one step forward and two steps back. But extreme green? No. Green is synonymous with tranquility, with relaxation, with numbness. Not with extreme in front of it. <laughs> Hold extreme on. What was that last one? <laughs> numbness. Todd, you work hard every day. Debatable. Continue. You work every day. You're so tired, just all the time. Just, just head on over that couch and shove this new Indiana Jones movie in your eyes. Don't worry. Don't worry. We got the same guy. No Shia LaBeouf or alien skulls in sight. Don't concern yourself with the looming inevitability of melting ice caps. We got a new Superman coming, and well, we we think you're gonna like him. What? Hey. Hey, Extreme Andrew, green. Welcome. what did you actually replace with the color of the controller? <laughs> it's a branding campaign. I didn't really understand the prompt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Perfect. I rest my case. He's not actually going to make anything extreme green. We're just going to tell everyone extreme green is coming. Yeah. And then back off. <laughs> and then, well, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay it off in the next prompt, but we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> All right. Um, so I've got government documents and I've got numbness. Pretty much. Matt, what are you, to restate this again, in what ways are we implementing this bold color into American society? First off, I just wanted to let you know that if you have both government documents and numbness, I think you're entitled to compensation. <laughs> yes. Second, <laughs> Todd, gray is a color that brings people together. And I have great news for you, Todd. You have great news for me? Yeah, my dude. They're actually <laughs> already implementing the color gray into government structures right no, now today. You don't get to claim is, that no. every gray, boring government thing is a part of your plan already. You don't even know what I'm going to say. Because it's not a plan. You don't I know do what know what say. you're going to say, Matt. What am I going to say? I do know what you're going to say. You're inventing communism. I'm not inventing communism. You can't put that Oh, uh, yes, dance for me, monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. You're going to say every government building should look the same and be slate gray like... The ex like the Soviet Union satellite states. That's what you're gonna say. That's not at all. I have three things that I'm good at. Three examples that I'm gonna give, and none of them involve Soviet satellite states or gray government buildings. Although there are already a lot of those. No, I'm talking about a recent change that the government mm. has made to implement the color gray into our everyday lives. Todd, I assume 
that you have been able to board an airplane in the last couple of years, which means you have probably gotten a new updated and certified driver's license. Am I correct? I have. It's now the, you may the notice. The, shut the, up! The past. I'm still talking. Now you may <laughs> it's notice. The one that's sorry, be sorry. Atomic purple in a few months when we roll out this campaign. <laughs> yeah. Your picture no longer comes in color on that nice new driver's license of yours. It now comes. Yeah. See, in black and this white. is what I knew you were gonna this do, is, Matt. This sucks. It doesn't suck. It's really good. Okay. So driver's <laughs> license is already great. That's a pretty good argument to make. It's fair. Thing number two brings people together. No more arguing over tan suits. Todd, everybody's suits are gray. <laughs> and there's Andrew's <laughs> communism angle. We both predicted what you were going to say, Matt. <laughs> and example number three. This is the important one. There have been so many arguments about how we handle immigration in this country. I think... <laughs> One of the biggest points. Go of on. No, let him let him dig this hole for himself, Andrew. Just is the stress of getting a green card. Now imagine Extreme we green change card. it to a gray card. Much less, much less intimidating than an extreme green card. I would say myself. Gray in the government. Matt. Matt. Let me ask you a real question here. Yeah. Do you think green cards are literally green? I think he thinks green cards are literally Absolutely green. Absolutely not. I don't. Outside of the bit, no, I know what a green card is. Inside of the bit, of course they're green, Kyle. Yeah. Haven't you seen yeah. one? I've seen a green card. So, Matt, I realize that I didn't make an argument and, and I don't have any legs to stand on, but I do want to clarify, you are basically doing the same thing that Kyle did and saying, just color everything gray. Is that no, true? No, no, I'm saying we've already colored most things gray. Oh, so don't change anything. He's taking credit for how boring bureaucracy already is. I'm trying to revitalize bureaucracy, Kyle Todd. wants to change one thing and keep everything else the same. Matt's saying, no, keep everything the same. Everybody knows that the real success with an American presidency comes from claiming the things the last person did. That's how it works. So everybody but else no already one did anything to, to make stuff great. Somebody Matt. had to it's, pick. That was a conscious decision. They could have printed it on oh, you're yelling. different paper. I had to move my mic farther away. <laughs> I feel like we, if anything today, Todd, I'm going to speak yeah. on behalf of the other two hosts. If anything I'm sure today, they'll like that. Continue. I'm just saying, well, we have definitely represented the feel and the and the authenticity of Joseph Ripto's <laughs> Biden's campaign. We really just embodied the entire organization collectively. Oh, all right. I've got my third question. Okay. Let freedom ring. More like let freedom bring me a better color scheme. Am I right? Why did you say let freedom bling? That would have been better. No, he's right. It would have been better. Oh, he, no, it's not, not to agree on. with my two opponents. But yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, there's only one way to get all Americans to buy into a wide sweeping campaign. It's just proven in history. And that is with a catchy slogan pushed by a beloved and trusted public figure. So tell me, what will be your wide-sweeping campaign? Who is the face of it? And if so, driven to do so, share any catchy slogan that you may pair with it. We'll go ahead and start with Kyle and Atomic Purple. All right, Todd. So what are we trying to do here with Atomic Purple? We're trying to bring back the optimism of the 90s into the American government. Boy, we were so optimistic. Mm -hmm. You know what other... 
optimistic 90s star is having a comeback right now, Todd? That's right. Brennan Fraser. Brennan Fraser <laughs> yeah. is going to be the right. face of the atomic purple rollout for the rebranding of America. Um, and here's how I propose we do that, Todd. We're going to have an ad campaign run where everyone is they're filling out their same boring gray documents. Got them. And... <laughs> They can't. They can't do it anymore. They can't keep up. And Brendan Fraser is going to come in and be like, "No, you don't have to do that anymore. You, we can do better." And hand out at, to everyone their new atomic purple IDs, their new atomic purple documents. Their tax returns are going to come back on atomic purple checks, and it's all going to be be handed out by Brendan Fraser. And our catchphrase is going to be, "In a whitewashed world, be atomic." <laughs> That has really bad implications. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I love that you've chosen to make government documents atomic purple because now the mental image is literally Brendan Fraser passing out tax returns <laughs> and saying, this is for you. This is a physical check. It's your, you filed your I-99 wrong, so you actually don't get yours yet. That's the quarter one plan is the ad right. campaign. Quarter two we're going to film Brendan Fraser going to different houses across America right. and physically bringing people their tax returns on those atomic purple checks. And we're going to get shots of big smiling faces. We're going to have giant novelty atomic purple checks for this part of it, Todd. It's going to be amazing. Everyone's going to love it because, again, atomic purple, the people's color, and not super boring and gray. I have a question. I have my hand raised. Yeah, you with the hand. Yep. How do you make a distinction with a two-dimensional object, whether it is atomic purple or normal light purple? Yeah, same question. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to see through it. You can see and the wires in the motherboard, Andrew. It through the check? Okay. Printing has gotten check. more sophisticated. There's sure. going to be you're going to be watermarks that resemble the light. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're just the, making the... up technology that could support that. So are you just changing the type of paper and we're printing the color onto it? No. It's it's we're making atomic purple paper mat. What he's saying wow, is that really... Brendan Fraser is an atomic purple paper maker. <laughs> a one-eyed one-horned sure atomic purple paper maper. Sure looks, maker. Sure looks Look, good to Tom, me. I am not claiming Brendan Fraser is making the atomic purple paper. He is the face of atomic purple, though. <laughs> All right. What the All fuck? <laughs> Andrew, uh, tell me, um, who is the face of your extreme green uh, color push here in the United States? Fuck. <laughs> Excuse me. To really embody the calm and tranquility that is extreme green, we need a spokesperson that can make anyone feel comfortable. Someone who's definitely not subversive, but is just universally liked, but not too much that they could one day be unlikable. And who better than star of 1998's highest-rated network drama ER, George Clooney? Sure. Okay. Yeah, no one's as loved as the worst Batman. Yeah. Yeah, fair <laughs> He's point. He's not the worst Actually, Batman. He's the, who's, who's the worst Batman then. We already we already dunked on Ben Affleck in this episode. We can't get him again. <laughs> George Clooney is going to be the face of the new Extreme Green America. Don't worry, we got this campaign. <laughs> To follow along the theme of obscured transparency, the ad campaign is going to mention a very real-world issue to start building some tension, but then quickly ease off that tension by shifting direction and announcing some new entry in an already beloved franchise, television franchise. 
So here's an example of how the first ad would go. So this is Clooney talking. I wrote a script. I always write a script. Just a few weeks ago, a cold snap blew across the country in the span of a day and left thousands of Americans without power. And this certainly isn't the first time extreme weather brought on by global climate change has led to rolling blackouts across many of our great cities. But hey, you're just one person. You do what you can to conserve energy. You turn off the lights in rooms you don't go in, and you always turn your thermostat off when you know you'll be gone for a few days. Anyway, do you remember that 70s show? Remember how you used to watch it in syndication when you did your homework after school? And you always used to compare the characters to that show to you and your own group of friends? Well, did you know they're bringing it back? That's right. Starting this month, you can see that 90s show streaming directly on Netflix. And that's where these turn into ads for your favorite rebooted TV shows. That's right. The Don't Worry We Got This campaign is not trying to lie to you or ignore the problems. It's just trying to supplant those problems with lovable characters from your childhood. I'll take questions now. You first, Kyle. Yes, um, I have a question. Again, what is going to be made atomic green here in this plan? It's the color of the, the ad campaign. It's green. It's all green. <laughs> what else do you do with a color? How do you... I'm not, well, it sounds, I'm not it sounds like we're making government papers. documents out of atomic purple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I brought an answer to the, to I the did too. table the, today. The question was make a branding campaign. It's not my fault Todd doesn't know what branding and advertising is. <laughs> okay, listen. I have studied thoroughly in public relations, advertising, and the third yeah. thing I said at the beginning. Yeah, and the I thing where you slandered. make Yeah, marketing. We're the thing that everybody that makes one, their yeah. own weird paper. I know. Yeah. I made a branding campaign. It's extreme grade branding campaign. It's talking about reboots. Go shut up and watch the new Indiana Jones. I don't give a fuck. Next person. <laughs> Eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one's excited for that 90s show. Matt, uh, it's your turn. Todd, we needed spokespeople who could really bring America together. We needed spokespeople who would not only give the message to those we know are tuned into the government, but would also spread that message by pulling in people who may not be tuned into the government. That's what you want from a spokesperson. You want your spokesperson, I'm telling this to you, an advertising professional, but yeah, thank you, you want thank your you. spokesperson. <laughs> thank you. Decorated advertising professional. Yeah. <laughs> Captain, Captain Advertising. Or star <laughs> advertising. <laughs> anyway, you want your spokesperson to be somebody who brings people in. And you know what, Todd? All Americans love jacking off. Everybody's heard of Fifty Shades of Grey, and nobody out there... <laughs> isn't going to be interested when we bring Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan, stars of the acclaimed film adaptation of the esteemed American sextuplet of novels, the Fifty Shades series, out on stage to let America know that we are going to make America gray again. Oh, fuck you, Matt. <laughs> you did it again. You wrote it backwards. You did it again. How did we not see this coming? Uh, he can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna be those those two white people from the Fifty Shades yeah, movies. And, right. Yeah. No, I get what it. What was that a bit about? Everyone loves jacking off. <laughs> Touch on that. We circle back to that. Yeah. So my concept, like I've never. That. My my idea is that everybody knows that the Fifty Shades movies 
exist, but I have to yeah. believe that most people haven't seen them. But I'm guessing if we bring out Jamie Dornan, whose name I didn't know mm-hmm. until today. I love that you have to Good keep call. shifting your eyes to the IMDb <laughs> yeah, to get yeah. the uh-huh. name right. Yeah. And Dakota Johnson, whose name I did know before today. Mm-hmm. And we say the stars of Fifty Shades of Grey. Everybody's going to be like, well, that's the movie about sex. I want to see what they have to say. About fucking. You immediately lost the entire evangelical uh but those people are tuned into the government they'll hate watch it kyle and you know it'll be on fox news it'll get there i gotta i gotta i'm gonna stand with matt on this one that like the most conservative members of my family have read 50 shades of gray it was a very disturbing Mm. easter that we all found that out but now you have to know that i I know that i do remember that holiday let's get down also did you guys know there are six of those books yeah yeah there's a lot yeah I, I think that the reason why you don't know the actor's name, Jamie something something. Dornan. Dornan, is that they needed an actor who was hot and like a C-level actor, but not too high of an actor because he had to show his peen. And they needed to make mm. sure it was an actor whose peen could be shown. Does he show his is peen there, in that movie? Is there peen think, in those? You don't I think know. He shows you don't know. Yeah. I've seen the first one. I think you see Hog. There's got it. Actually, I, mean, I don't know how, how many there you, are. Because I know Dakota Johnson is like full nude in that movie. So like, how could you? Yeah. How could you have your star actress in there full nude and not show a little bit of peen? The patriarchy. Right. That's how. The, the, the patriarchy. Yeah, what Andrew said. That's really all I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's gonna be. Yep. It's make make America great again. There you go. Cool. I hate that Matt got away with it. Like to this far. That we didn't... I thought you guys were going to call me on it. I thought first right. question, you guys were going to shoot me down. I gave you too much credit, and I mm-hmm. thought you were going the communist angle. That's right. what it was. We thought right. you were better than that, Matt. <laughs> we <laughs> overestimated you. Bad news, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing that has happened here so far today is that in our is silly atomic podcast about documents. atomic yeah. per- Well, that's one, one would argue that of the three of you. But what I was going to say is that in this silly podcast about comic books and video games, I've somehow trapped my three best friends to also talk about politics. And I've combined everything that I love into one podcast today unknowingly to everyone else who's part of it. Except we haven't talked about 90 Day Fiance yet. Well, post show. Got to leave something for the post show. There's still a super secret bonus question, Going on, land that I love, more like land that I love... To find better and more hip colors for. I used the three good ones to start. So we do have a super secret bonus question. I was talking to to Joey B. And he was just kind of giving me a heads up on what I can expect here. And so, you know, much like anything that comes from the federal government slash this administration that is meant to improve common folks' lives, he just wants us to know that our efforts will ultimately and largely be ignored. And then stonewalled by an opposing party during a leadership transition. And so because of that very real possibility, we are only going to make this work if we link this rebrand to a government spending bill, because that's the only way we can guarantee the funding stays constant. So I need you to tell me what critical government operation or department is going to become synonymous with your color of N64 controller. And they're going to have to incorporate into their whole and complete identity and everything they do, because that's the only way we're going to get that funding to continue. And I'll take your answer after this special break. I need to pause Spotify because I've been listening to this album. It's this new punk album that I've really been into. And part of the reason that I've really been into it is because near the back half of the album, 
oh, it's like 13 or 14 songs. Like 11 or 12 is a slower song. It's not like punk like the rest of it. It's, um, oh shit, I can't remember the word. It's like um, in the 80s, they would do a slow song on hair metal albums that it was like just the singer and an acoustic guitar. A, Kyle, help me. A power ballad? Yes. Yes. Kyle, I love a clean ball ad. And that <laughs> is why support for this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped TM, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you and everybody else listening to me and my three best friends talk about our balls. 20% off. Best friends is a little much. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that's fair. Three people (laughs) I know talking about our balls. That's better. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code DEBATETHIS, all one word, at manscaped.com. And if my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. I have been using the crop preserver, the ball deodorant, since we've gotten these packages, and I haven't had swamp ass in like a week. It's great. <laughs> it's for your balls. Have you been putting it in your ass it, area? It's, it's the, it's the, the whole yeah. The taint, the grundle, yeah. the fleshy fun bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the whole the whole region gets swampy, and it's been significantly less so. We should also, I think, be clear that what we got from Manscaped was not just the lawnmower 4.0, but it was the 4.0 performance package, mm-hmm. which not only has the lawnmower, also has the weed whacker, ear and nose hairs trimmer, the first trimmer I've ever put in my nose. My ear and nose have never been so clear. Like, incredible. The crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goods that I will say is nicer than the last three toiletry kits. Than the last bag Christmas. you put your nuts in? <laughs> I will choose not to comment on the bags in which I place my nuts. Okay. Here's one more that I didn't notice until I looked again. The paper they put in there is to lay out on the ground to cover your to catch your trimmings. Oh. It's not just a ball-related newspaper. I thought that was just That's a meant to catch your trimmings. I threw away the ball-related newspaper. I also threw away the ball. I, I well, jokes on you guys. I do a weird plie over my toilet like a regular man. But yeah. But what I do honestly really love about the lawnmower 4.0 is that it is waterproof and you can use it in the shower. Mm. I don't because my shower is small and that's less comfortable. And you can't plie in the shower. I can't spread my knees in the shower, so I need I need the extra air of plieing over a toilet, but it is waterproof, which is is pretty tight. Hmm. It's got a headlight on it. I don't really know at like at what points you're gonna super need that, Are but it's got a headlight me? on it. This okay. It does. The headlight, no, hardcore. Real talk, the head the headlight is is quite an ad because <laughs> like it's it's a grundle light. You, yes. get a, you get a grundle light. Dude, as a as a husky muffin topped man, there is no way Go on. to ensure proper lighting of my nuts when I shave them. There's always a shadow unless yeah. I like underlight my balls with a ring light and then I'm gonna go blind. So the added headlight is seriously like my favorite part. Yeah, it's pretty good. Did anyone like their performance boxers? They're good. Mine are in the laundry right now. I haven't worn them yet. Yeah. They're boxer briefs, and I yep. started wearing boxer briefs after college, 
after a, a trip to New York, a very hot trip to New York in the summer. And that was the last time I bought boxer briefs there. And that was the last time I ever chafed. You know what would have come in real handy in that hot New York summer? Ball deodorant. The crop preserver ball deodorant. The crop preserver yes. ball mm-hmm. deodorant. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. I mean, that's that's terrifically true. What else is true is that right now you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code debate this D E B A T E T H I S two words that I've been spelling for six years and still had to write down to make sure I spelled them right. Debate this all one word at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code debate this all one word. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped TM. All right, so we are back um, with uh, some answers for our super secret bonus question. What critical government operation department, uh, you know, what 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 team is going to become synonymous with your N64 controller color and how are you going to incorporate it into its identity? We'll start off with Kyle and your atomic purple. Yes, Todd, I love our plan for this atomic purple rollout because the government agency we have chosen to drench in atomic purple checks a lot of boxes for the the JRB administration. With this decision, we are going to correct the sins of a past president, look forward to our hopeful future, um, and to the stars, perhaps. And also, it's a military agency, so it's guaranteed to pass through both houses with like 80% support because it's, it's going to be military funding. That's right, Todd. We are going to make Atomic Purple the color of Space Force, the brand new branch of the military. (laughs) Can't tell me that an Atomic Purple spacecraft is not perfectly on theme. Can't tell me everyone in America isn't going to be super excited to see Atomic Purple space shuttles uh, landing, flying in through our atmosphere. We are working right now on getting Atomic Purple uniforms for every Space Force member, Atomic Purple camo. You can't see them in space because we like all know camo. purple is the color of space. <laughs> right. And we need camo to match that. Atomic purple, the color of Space Force, Todd. Can you show your work on we all know that space is purple? Have you ever been to space? Have you been to space, Todd? All right. Well, if the next two say everyone knows space is extreme green <laughs> and everyone knows space is gray, <laughs> then we're going to have to figure some shit out. That last one might be kind of accurate. They won't, Todd, because... Like I said, everyone knows the the color of space is purple. To Matt's statement, I will give you Andrew's question. Have you been to space? (laughs) You can't confirm that I haven't. (laughs) Andrew. Uh, Yeah, so I think the obvious answer here is the Department of Parks and Recreation. Not just because of the green connection, but more importantly, I think Parks and Recreation definitely also fits the vibe of the obvious branding campaign that I'm going for, which is... Hey, like, yeah, healthcare is a nightmare and a lot of people are houseless, but like, <laughs> paddle boats. <laughs> now, Andrew, I'll argue the last big uh, win for the Parks and Recreation Department was the last president. That wasn't a that wasn't a JRB win. Didn't he expand drilling into national parks a bit? Could you argue that the infrastructure bill is good for Parks and Recreation, though? Yeah, I don't know what was in it. I could yeah. if I wanted to. If I wanted, to have lose you read this the parks? Have you read <laughs> the infrastructure bill? You can't prove that he hasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like the color of space. No one's actually seen <laughs> no it. One knows. No. no one knows. Perfect. Uh, and Matt. 
Yeah, Todd, I really like something that Kyle said, and I'm actually planning something similar. I want to push this spending bill through on a military budget. That is the only way to get guaranteed bipartisan support. Todd, we are actually going to be working with the United States Air Force, but not the Air Force as a whole, specifically one highly classified facility that is controlled by the Air Force, and that's Area 51. Because when you think of Area 51, what do you think mm. about but a little gray alien? little gray, little gray alien running about. Alien. So yeah. I think of how man, yeah. no one's actually seen it. No one's actually yeah, seen no it. No one inside. knows the color it's one of the of lowest profile government facilities. Go ahead and make it the face. You can't of your prove campaign. that I haven't. I might have been at that Facebook event. You don't know. No, but guys, he's right. Area 51 is the people's agency. <laughs> Truly. Mm-hmm. I would argue that the people of the internet know more about how Area 51 works than how the Department of Parks and Recreation works. And I'm going to leave that sentence there, and you can take it for what it's worth. I don't like that sentence at all. (laughs) I don't have the energy or the patience to argue with you right now, but I don't like that sentence. The internet famously right about everything. Mm -hmm. Famously an accurate transference to real life. Well, you all have given me plenty of (laughs) rock-solid, concrete ideas to take back to Joseph R. Biden Jr. III. And so before I take those back to him, um, why don't you go ahead and hit me with some closing statements so I can package them up and give him a call real quick. Yeah, Todd, you have heard a lot of exciting Nintendo 64 controller colors today, but only one of them is both the people's color and an exciting new direction forward. And that is Atomic Purple. Twilight's last gleaming, more like what so proudly we hailed at Biden's green extreming. (laughs) Great, Matt. (laughs) To quote Joseph reticulated Python Biden, (laughs) I don't see our country in terms of blue states and red states. We are the United States. And what better way to unite those states but under something that I'm sure Joseph Biden would probably agree with we want to be a colorblind america that sounds like a oh, joseph biden oh, that, does, that yeah. is yeah I don't yeah like just that, to just to yeah. pop biden on the way by one more yeah. time i think he'd be into that don't tread on me more like don't dread on me and these new exciting colors while i give was that that one wasn't good they got worse as it went on. yeah it was pretty bad well, I go call Joseph Biden. Um, you all just take a second here in this this conference room to give each other some good vibes. Guys, I'm not going to lie. This might be the hardest good vibes I've had to do. Because <laughs> I don't think extreme green or gray are good, good options. But you guys argued them with heart and conviction. There it is. And I will applaud your efforts and your determination in spite of these insurmountable odds you have to overcome with such bad picks. (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Kyle, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously Atomic Purple is the right answer. Obviously. Everybody knows that. It's an easy chump answer. You suck. You did a good job. I asked you guys if we wanted to take Atomic Purple off the table. And you, you said it wasn't job. as you said it wasn't as clear cut an answer as the straight line piece. So I'm yeah, I have no, no regrets. It, 
you did you did a great job uh, you zoned in on the nostalgia of the 90s which is the entirety of the n64 it's why the atomic purple n64 controller is like 500 dollars on ebay right like and, and all of these things are, are super expensive <laughs> matt also i didn't expect you to come in with gray and i really liked your your answer to gray uh excluding making america gray again I don't yeah that like part that. sucked yeah it if did, i can really answer did. the good vibes i will say like um extreme green is a good way to get to answer atomic purple without saying it without it answering yeah, right, atomic right. purple yeah. and like if we're all being real with ourselves gray is actually like the nintendo color yeah well and like we all had a gray controller we all had yeah. a, a purple atomic purple or purple controller so yeah great great first season as our first episode of the season as always guys yes yeah absolutely i mean same thing that you guys said purple atomic clearly the right answer extreme green great answer you know like if if you can't take purple atomic extreme greens probably the next one i want to actually i'm more of a dark green guy myself but lime green very yeah. cool as well we'll talk about in the post show i didn't have an atomic i had the dark green um yeah mm. yeah so we'll talk about it in the post show but uh, great times i really enjoyed this episode there were at least three times that we were all just yelling over each other <laughs> and i don't think any of those three times had anything to do with n64 controllers no and i think sure that didn't. is the mark of a good debate this season opener so good jobs all around except for you todd no, you should you should be mad at me for what I've done. Um, you're gonna feel worse after I say these next series of sentences. So, I talked to Joseph Biden um, about Joseph Ro- Joseph Robin Hood Biden. Yeah, Joseph Robin Hood. <laughs> Man, listeners who may just be catching this episode for the first time, I'm sorry. We don't usually do this, but sometimes we do do this. Anyway, I was talking to the current administration, um, which I voted for, and I would vote for again. Uh, just about their decision in this question. And so I'm going to go through who wasn't selected. So first off, Andrew, you were not selected with the now, extreme see, that's green. Surprising. <laughs> now, now well, here's what it was. So I opened up with the, the extreme green uh, branding for Parks and Rec and loved it. Dude mm-hmm. loved it. And then I was like, well, hey, we want to do something in like make the healthcare system like click a little bit better. And then I just heard, oh, eh, uh, 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 just like screaming and rumbling in the background. Like it sounded like someone took a Werther's original and was like rubbing it over the phone receiver. And I just couldn't hear anymore. So um, (laughs) can't be extreme green. Uh, Unfortunately, the other color we're not going with is going to be gray. We're not going with gray. And so here's why. So I started sharing what that option was. And I said, well, hey, we've got an option on the table where we don't have to change anything. We can just kind of let things stay the same and how they've always been. And we only need to tweak things a little bit. And this administration got pretty excited about that, uh, about the idea of not really changing much, just a little bit of things. However, when I pitched the idea that we were going to make Space Force Atomic Purple, <laughs> dude was jazzed. And we were all in on that yeah, idea. It's got Atomic suddenly, in the name. Yeah. Suddenly, that was just what it was. So uh, as everyone did say in the good vibes, Kyle, the answer is Atomic Purple. Um, certainly correct answer today. America is, is we're going to get rid of one of those, either red, white, and or blue. Atomic Purple. That's what we got. Red, white, and Atomic Purple. Great. The, the classic atomic purple blooded Americans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did it. We saved America, guys. We did it. With that, thanks for listening to Debate This. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast or on our website at debatethiscast.com. And hey, if you're interested in just more of this this year, 
consider checking out our YouTube channel at Debate This Cast. There you'll find just entire swaths of our episode backlog and also past streams that we've had. Um, a good example would be we did a live stream of Doki Doki Literature Club to thank all of you listeners that left us some reviews during um, our, our Spooktacular Express last year on Spotify and other podcast apps. Also, if you want to continue supporting the show, please find us on Patreon. Um, gets you access to the Discord if you join in at our first tier. Second tier gets you access to show notes and our post-show. Commission your own episodes for flavor text. So that is the best way to support the show, and we love all of you that continue to do that. Until next time, I'm Todd Thomas. I'm Kyle for Atomic Purple Mountain's Majesty Harper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andrew. Hey, remember the time Matt said that he was going to reverse Pleasantville us, Henderson? <laughs> and I'm Matt. 50 states of gray. Call. <laughs> and we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. Ooh.